0: Mm -hmm. But having those numbers figured out before you hire someone is the best case scenario because it always costs you more than you planned. This is the Contractor Files Podcast. Your hosts, Ethan McNeil and Trent Keith, take a deep dive into the construction and remodeling industry to uncover keys to success and pitfalls to avoid.
1: Hello everyone, we're back again. Yes, welcome to this podcast. I'm Ethan McNeil, and I'm Trent Keith. Yeah, and today uh, we are going to talk about uh, how do you decide what hourly rate to charge? And I know most of you are probably wanting to charge as much as possible, <laughs> uh, but there's actually a lot that goes into figuring out what hourly rate you can charge. Um, obviously, the market can dictate that, but Um, even more than the market, you need to know what numbers in your own internal business come together to form that hourly rate. You don't need to just guess. Um, So, yeah.
0: Yeah, sure. (laughs) Yeah, you have those, um, what you want to call it the formula that you have to put Mm -hmm. together to come up with what your rate should be. But also in the back of your mind, you have to know when you're first getting started in the winter and during slow times, whatever that number is, you may have to throw out the window and just get (laughs) what you can to get by. (laughs) Because there are always times. Everything okay? Yeah, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) There are always times that uh, work is slower when you first start, and you may have to adjust. Um, Maybe you need, I'm just throwing out a number, maybe you need $30 an hour And uh, Mm -hmm. during the slow times, you have to do jobs for 15 or 20, because you just have to have work. And that's a form of advertisement, too. So Mm -hmm. um, you definitely need to know what your rate should be, and do not get hung up on that during the slow times. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and um, I think, too, with uh, talking about hourly rates, one of the things that we notice um, and this isn't just in contracting this is all across the board anybody wanting to start their own business or do their own thing um, what you charge per hour is not your take home pay Um, yes that take home pay is gonna is included in the hourly rate but it is not what you or your crew members are actually going to take home so if you charge thirty dollars an hour you are not making $30 an hour as, a, as a, a crew member or as the owner of the business. Um, so that's one, one of the biggest, that's kind of like the base figure you need to figure out, the base figure you need to figure, <laughs> uh, is what is the take-home pay I or my crew members need to be able to, take home (laughs) I just keep repeating myself here Um, so that's like the that is but that is just the base uh, amount in your hourly rate so say say you have a crew member and you want to pay them $20 an hour that is your starting um, amount and then you're gonna add we have a list of things you're gonna add on top of that $20 an hour to figure out exactly how much you need to charge. It might be 30, it might be $40 an hour that you actually need to charge for that one crew member to take home $20 an hour. So as a business owner, you've probably already figured out, um, I charged 30, 40, $50 an hour on that job. I did not bring that home. Um, And that is because there is lots of things that go into that um, that, that, uh, hourly rate that they have, the expenses that that hourly rate has to cover that a lot of times you're not thinking about. Yeah, for
0: sure. And if you're hiring uh, employees that are not planning on sticking with you for long term or not planning on keeping a job period, that will affect how much you're spending also because you still have to pay for those employees a lot of times Mm -hmm. once they quit because they're drawing unemployment. Yes. So it actually comes back on you to a certain degree.
1: Yes. Yeah, and that's one of the hidden um, expenses is um, taxes. Mm-hmm. You have Social Security, Medicare, payroll taxes. Um, you have um, you also have unemployment taxes. And in a form of taxes, it's not really a tax, but you also have workers' comp that you're probably going to be required to have. And, and different states have different rates for unemployment and for you know, I'm sure California has some extra fees out there <laughs> that we don't have here in Indiana. But that's something an accountant could help you with. So you've got your base pay that you want to take, your you know, your take-home pay for that employee um, or you. And then you have taxes on top of that that you need yeah. to figure out. And in Indiana, it's like, I want to say like 15% and then unemployment is like another two or three percent. And then if you just say keeps adding up. So these are all things you have to add on top of that base pay.
0: Yes, definitely. And um, it's uh, (laughs) one of those things that's tough when you first start Yes. because you think, you know, you need to hire an employee and you want to pay him $20 an hour. And yeah. you feel like you can barely pay them $20 an hour, let alone all these right. other things that go into it. Yeah. So um, having the numbers, which like Ethan said, uh, your accountant is the best way to do that. Mm-hmm. But having those numbers figured out before you hire someone yes. is the best case scenario because right. it always costs you more than you plan. Yes. For sure.
1: Yeah. And those are ex- these expenses we've men- mentioned, their take home pay and, and taxes and insurance those aren't things you can really get out of. Once you tell an employee, yeah, I'll pay you $20 an hour, you're locked in, you are paying those taxes, you are paying the insurance on that employee. So if you're only charging $22 an hour for that employee, you're gonna be in the hole <laughs> real quick. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: that's for sure. And then if you wanna be a company that they continue to work for, you're gonna do extra things. Mm-hmm. like. When we had our business, we would do vacation time after yep. they worked for us a year, you know? Yep. And um, there's a lot of things. Of course, there's overtime pay. You have uh-huh. to pay extra if they work over 40 hours. Yep. And that's not even uh, something that you decide. That is actually a requirement. If right. they work over 40 hours, you have to pay them overtime yes. pay. So um, all those things you kind of need to figure out. And all of that is uh, very detrimental Mm-hmm. you're figuring your bottom line because yes you may have thought as ethan said you're bringing home thirty dollars an hour by the time you pay your extra employees and <laughs> all the extra things you wasn't thinking about yes you may be breaking even and not bringing home anything yes yeah <laughs> uh,
1: for sure and that's those are hard things to figure um vacation time overtime um, but they are things that you can average out um if you're yeah, a company right. that has a lot of overtime then just um, take you know take the average of I plan on paying an employee five hours in overtime, and then and then figure that into your hourly rate. You know five yes. hours a week is going to be overtime. That's time and a half, or whatever you know maybe you're paying them more for their overtime, and then um, figure that into your hourly rate. They're going to work forty hours, and then I need to add in the extra five hours of overtime that yes. I'm going to be bringing in. So yeah, all these things it's not a, it's all about um making sure you you at least know they're there yeah because a lot of contractors don't know and they don't know why they don't have any money left over when they charge so many that's right so much a yes. yes
0: and you know that's one thing that um, contractors really mess up on when they're learning is even when they're bidding a job they mm-hmm. bid it with their hourly rate according to however they want to yes. do that and they, they most of the time forget mm-hmm. that if you have to be done by a certain day, that you're going to have to have a little bit of overtime. Right. Maybe it's a job that you have to work nights yes. because they don't want you there during the day. Yeah. Well, then your rate has to be a little higher yes. because you have to pay more for right. nighttime hours than you yes. do daytime, obviously. Yes. Um, so all of those things come into play. What mm-hmm. type of job you're bidding... Uh, what kind of timeline you have? Mm-hmm. Um, all that has to be figured in when you're working yes. on your rates.
1: Yeah, and one one thing that we found helpful is uh, we would make a chart <laughs> just for quick reference of uh, if an employee gets paid this amount of money, this is actually how much they're costing us. So if and I don't remember the numbers, but if you Paying somebody twenty, they're actually costing you twenty-eight dollars an hour. Which means if we want to make a profit, we gotta charge at least thirty or more dollars an hour for that person. So like, um, make a chart for yourself. Like, don't this isn't something you have to figure out every single estimate or job you do. Just like, figure it out once. Figure out what your averages are. Figure out all these taxes and insurance costs. And then, then make yourself a chart if you need it, that yes. This is, you know, as employees grow in their their pay rate, this is what they're actually costing me. Yes, that's right.
0: And that's the other thing you have to keep in mind. If you get a good employee, you have to give them raises to keep them, Yeah. Right. Yep. So you have to figure that in to your estimating also because if you keep them at the same rate for 10 years, more than likely they're going to go somewhere yeah. else. <laughs> yes. All, all the different skill sets, uh, you need to definitely do research and see what the going rate would be for those type of people. Because um, you definitely want to pay your people well, but mm-hmm. you also have to be able to charge accordingly. Yes. So depending on where you live depends on what that would be exactly. Yes.
1: Sure. Yeah. And, and one of the points that I made that uh, did not get recorded because we had some technical difficulties <laughs> um, is that you are competing against um, fast food food chains and warehouse, um, entry-level warehouse jobs. Now, at least around here, and I don't know how it is where you live, but where somebody with no experience or just out of high school can get a job for $18 uh, an hour or you know, more or whatever. And uh, that, that makes it hard for you as a construction company because you're having to hire your helpers at a lot higher rate, which means when you go to a homeowner's house and you have to charge $25, $30 for that helper, they better be, be somewhat valuable to you because the homeowner might throw a fit <laughs> if they're not. So it's a tough situation right now in the job market.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to find employees also. So when mm-hmm. it's hard to find employees, the rate goes up. Yep. You know, when they have good experience, the rate goes up. Yes. When they don't do good on the job, your jobs go down. So that's not a good call. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh,
1: Well, I bet as a, as a whole, um, I, I mean, I should probably just Google these statistics As they're probably out there. But as a whole, I bet the U.S. since COVID... I bet the labor rate has increased, like, um, I'm trying to think, trying to think what the hiring, like, the entry-level wages at, like, McDonald's and stuff was before COVID, and then after, like, the labor rates have just gone so high, and if you're not adjusting as a contractor to those rates, you're not going to be able to hire anybody, Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, you just got to let the customers know, like, sorry, this is just how much stuff costs now. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's it's true all across the board. Um, I've talked to different business owners, and they're saying the same thing for contractors, <clears throat> that um, everything from framing to trim work, all different aspects of building mm-hmm. uh, labor rates have... Double in some cases and if not yeah. have went up dramatically. Yeah, that's
1: crazy. Yeah Yeah, <laughs> so um, all of these expenses that we're talking about um, the other one I think that we we missed was the training expenses So that's another thing if you do any type of training for your your crews, which we highly recommend you do mm-hmm. um, certifications any type of uh, classes you pay for that all needs to be figured into the, the hourly rate that your employees are costing you. Yeah. And once you have all of these numbers, you know this employee or this pay rate is costing me this amount of money. So say it's $25 an hour. Now you can figure out, what do I actually need my profit to be on this employee? And that one is a little bit more up to the market mm-hmm. and also what you need to cover your overhead bills and everything else and make it worth your while. I mean, you don't want to make $2 an hour on an employee because there'd probably be more headache than $2 an hour is worth. <laughs> so... Um, yeah. What would you say about how do you what do you come up with as far as how do you come up with a profit margin on top of the base cost?
0: Um, the biggest thing is going to be your area, like you said. Um, I, <laughs> I would say <laughs> your profit margin you want as high mm-hmm. as possible because no matter mm-hmm. what your profit margin. Is figured to be. It's yeah, not gonna end up yeah. that much. This is a gross profit,
1: <laughs> for sure. It's gross uh, how much money. Yeah, yeah, this it is so. not once everything's done. And no. You figure,
0: this is up front. So you uh, <laughs> want as much as possible. But the catch is, is um, again, it depends on what area you live in and what type of clients you're dealing <clears> with. <throat> mm-hmm. There are clients who will pay high-end to make sure that you do high-end work yes and um, if you are not uh, a high-end contractor then you're not gonna be able to charge no. higher-end prices so yes it's variable on all that but along with what Ethan mentioned on the training get your employees training most I shouldn't say most a lot of companies that sell products that really care about their end users Mm -hmm. will actually provide training for you. If you can schedule them, you can go on a weekend, you can go Mm -hmm. or three days. They will train all your employees. They'll train you. Sometimes they'll provide food. We've even had ones back in the day that would provide the hotel rooms for us to come and stay and do Uh all that. So um, do some digging into that and see what kind of training you can get. Because that employee that you could charge... $20 an hour for Mm -hmm. once they've been trained in certain areas that rates going to go up dramatically that you can charge for them So definitely work on the individual training on whatever you want to do It doesn't matter what your product line is right most companies have some sort of training that you can use
1: Yeah Yeah, and um, When you are figuring out your hourly rate keep in mind that it's much easier To reduce that rate for somebody than to charge more for that uh, customer. So, um, you know, you might say my hourly rate is $100 an hour um, for, you know, a two man crew, or maybe it's $120 an hour. But when you go to see a job and bid a job, you know, okay, well, that actually includes about $40 an hour in, in profit gross profit. <laughs> so I do have some wiggle room if I really want this job. I can bring it down um, if needed, um, you know, if you're desperate or something, but it, it, it's is—it's easier to say your hourly rate is this, but hey, I'm going to give you a deal and I'll charge you $100 an hour versus having to say, oh no, I did not figure this right. Uh, of course, you might not get the job if you charge too much, but um, don't be afraid. To, um, I guess, don't go too high, but don't be afraid to charge enough that you feel like, okay, I'm going to make good at this hourly rate because you are in business to make money. You're not in business to be a charity case for people or to, um, you know, do everything for free, which is what will happen if you don't charge enough. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the biggest key and uh, when you are able to, <laughs> like Ethan's saying, when you're able to charge like you need to, you can pay attention to the detail that the people want because mm-hmm. you're not worried about going over the amount of time you figured right. and all that. You're, you're taking your time, doing the job right, and mm-hmm. not only is the customer going to be pleased, but then they're going to refer you to others uh, yes. because of that. So never cut yourself short up front. Um, bid the job the way you need to and then obviously you know, if you want to give them a deal because you really like this customer or because it's the kind of job you feel most comfortable with Mm -hmm. then you can adjust that Um, but always make sure you've covered yourself to where you can go above and beyond and do an excellent job
1: yes because you will go out of business if you don't take into account all of these things these aren't just like extras that you you know try and get your money back by adding in all these fees and figuring no this is your cost. So whether you like it or not that $20 an hour employee costs you $28 an hour and you've got to know that it's not that you're trying to make a big, you know, profit margin by figuring all these. It's called you're trying to, you know, actually know what your expenses are so you don't go out of business so this these are things that you you we just highly recommend you do it's not about trying to rip the customer off it's about making sure you're still there in five years to help them (laughs)
0: yes for sure and you're going to have jobs that um take longer than you thought so it's going to be a little bit over what your estimate is Um, and that's part of it, so you're not going to make those wages you wanted. (laughs) And then you're going to have jobs that go quicker than you thought, and they help balance out the jobs that didn't go so well. Uh So um, you got to keep in the back of your mind that it's all a formula trying to figure out how you cover yourself with your estimates. And at the same time, it's a long-term thing. It's not going to be short. A lot of times, if you look at the week, it may look real bad by the numbers. <laughs> it may take a month before you feel like you've actually made something. So yep. um, all that plays into the whole yes. overall picture.
1: Yep. And if you know what your costs are, you take the time. And like all these things are things you could figure out or have your accountant figure out for you. These are things that you can have one time sit down and do, write it down, and then you know. Um, and it makes you confident when the customer says what you're charging me this much an hour you you aren't thinking in the back of your head oh yeah i have no idea why i'm charging you this you actually know yeah, you you i yeah this is you know i do have profit in there but i have to have profit in there and then i have all these costs and stuff you don't have to tell the customer that but you as a person know this so you're confident when somebody pushes back on you at your hourly rate you can you can know Uh, I already did the math. (laughs) I I know I have to charge this per hour, and it's a good deal. Yes. Uh, Yeah,
0: for sure. The accountant is a big benefit in all of that because... They know what the going mm-hmm. rate is around your yep. area. And the other thing is, is talk to other contractors that know yep. what you do. Yes. Um, they are the same. They're in the same position. They're yep. trying to make sure that they can make it and keep going. Uh-huh. And if you guys communicate, you'll know real quick where they're at and what exactly. they're charging also. Yes. so. Um, always communicate with other contractors, your accountant, and different ones. Yeah. So you do know you're in line with where you need to be, mm-hmm. but at the same time, where you're not cutting yourself short. Yes. So.
1: Yeah, and one last—I don't know how long we're going, so I can cut this out if I need to. But one last point that I was want to make is, um, contractors who do a good job are in high demand right now. They're are there might be lots and and i don't know if it's ever if it's, <laughs> it's changed actually in, in 50 years but people who do a good job will get known that they do a good job and they can charge a much better rate mm-hmm. than those that don't so do a good job focus on doing a quality job don't worry about trying to be the cheapest contractor out there there will always be somebody cheaper than you that's not what you're going for. If you want to be a long-lasting business, you need to be somebody that does a good job and then is able to charge a premium rate for that good job. And um, so that's, that's the goal. <laughs> that's
0: right. I even wrote down some notes for another podcast. <laughs> there we go. Uh,
1: well,
0: thanks everyone for tuning in. I'm Trent Keith.
1: Yep, I'm Ethan.
0: And you want to tell them about how you can check us
1: out? Yeah, you guys can go to our website, thecontractorfiles.com. Right there, there are some um, links to um, all of the podcast stations that we're on, as well as our YouTube channel. Um, You can also find us on TikTok. Uh, We don't do any dances, but we are on TikTok. And um, you can also uh, submit a question there on our website. You can ask us any question you want, and we might even answer it on this podcast, (laughs) if it's a good question.
0: I thought you were going to say we might even answer (laughs) it. (laughs) Uh,
1: And the uh, the other thing, if your business is struggling and you're in the construction industry and you would like to have some consulting, um, we do offer a consulting package um, on our website. You can read about that. And we have an app coming out next year for estimating. So stay tuned on that. I think that's all the plugs. (laughs)
0: Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family. To ask us any questions that might get answered in our next podcasts, please visit our website, thecontractorfiles.com. Have a great rest of your day.